G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. As we do on a Monday, we like to check in on this week's political agenda with the Australian Christian Lobby. Christopher Brohier is the Australian Christian Lobby State Director for South Australia, the Northern Territory and Tasmania. Christopher, a special welcome back to 2020. Good Neil. Good to be back. And hi to everybody who's listening in across this wide brown land. Hey, Christopher, let's start the uh, the one we've been talking about quite a lot, especially over this past month, Calvary Hospital. And uh, your new uh, leader, the CEO, Michelle Pierce, was on Sky News late last night discussing the Calvary Hospital takeover. Uh, it's got lots of implications. Uh, one of those about religious freedom. Uh, give us your impressions as to what's been developing. So... As people may know, Neil, um, and as you may know, the ACT government passed extraordinary legislation uh, in May to enable them to take over Calvary Hospital uh, before they paid any compensation. And they walked in on the 3rd of July and they took it over. It's um, uh, very reminiscent of other totalitarian regimes. And the first thing they did, practically, was to take down the cross, and which was on the building. Um, now that that's symbolic because there's a lot of evidence that suggests that this was an ideological takeover because of Calvary's stand against uh, the killing of babies and also uh, assisted suicide. So we it raises a massive issue for Australia that any government uh, which is ideologically opposed to a particular organization can move in and take over. It's not just uh, in, the, in, the faith, in, in, in terms of religious issues, but if, a, say, a Greens government doesn't like horse racing, they could come and pass legislation and take over the local um, racetrack. It's, it's a massive issue, and... Uh, Senators Canavan and Pocock have set up a and, and through the Senate an inquiry for the Senate to to consider a bill which will force the ACT government to conduct a proper inquiry and expose the motivations behind this totalitarian takeover. It's a really important issue. Um, so we had a, a webinar last week on Thursday. There were about 1,300 computers that, that logged on, and so there, we reckon about 2,500 people uh, to encourage people to write in submissions on this issue to this, this Commonwealth Inquiry, and Michelle was on Sky last night talking about it, the importance of freedom of conscience. This raises an issue that goes to the heart of Australia. The issue is not so much how much money we have, but what's, what's at our fundamental core? Is, is it freedom, the freedom to think, the freedom to believe, or is it simply being dosed up and said to live a quiet life looked after by the government and then we die? 
life is more than than materialism. Christopher, let me just come back to something you said and just to reflect on this for a few moments because whenever we use these words, authoritarian, and uh, and listeners will have heard uh, you say the word totalitarian. And when we apply these to governmental context in Australia, it just doesn't feel right. It doesn't sit with the way we think we ought to be. But just to reflect on something here, because when we use that terminology, uh, it's challenging. But from my understanding, I'll get your clarity here, but so aggressive was the takeover of the Calvary Hospital in Canberra that into the legislation, uh, the ACT government had written in there the allowance for the deployment of police to use force as was reasonable necessary to gain control of the facility. That is something that does sound to me like it's authoritarian. It does sound to me totalitarian. Is it too big a stretch when we use those sorts of words? Do we have to be cautious about those words when we use them in Australia? What are your thoughts here? I think I use the word totalitarian advisedly. Uh, This legislation, the ACT government suspended the normal committee process so they rushed it through. There wasn't the normal review process that the ACT uh, uh, standing orders in Parliament require them to do. And so they introduced it, at, I think, at the beginning of May. It was passed by the end of May. This was a determined totalitarian push to take over. And the legislation extraordinarily provided that they go in on the 3rd of July and take over before compensation was agreed or paid. So... Calvary still has, to, has not got any compensation. It's lost its 99-year lease. It's lost its uh, intellectual uh, care and, uh, of the people. It's, it's lost all of that it had built up over 26 years of good service. Gone, and they haven't got any money yet. Uh, that'll be paid. That'll be worked out. But if you look at it in that context, it, it is a totalitarian um, the act of a totalitarian regime that is not open to scrutiny and just push this through. And when we talk about a, a religious voice in all of this, sometimes we think about religious freedom and uh, we might be able to say that the attack on religious freedom has been about silencing the Christian voice in debate. Uh, but this is taking things to a whole new level. Uh, the thought of a hostile takeover of the assets of the church to uh, to silence religious freedom. Uh, that's an it is a whole new level. This isn't it? Absolutely, and and it's it's all of us because if the ACT government, for example, decides that, that that they don't like your position on climate change or horse racing or anything else, who's to stop this? applies to all of us. And therefore, it's really, really, really important that we keep talking about this. The ACT government and others would like to say, well, game over, just move on. But we have to keep talking about this, have to keep shining a light on this ideologically driven move to take over a hospital running well because its philosophy was opposed to the philosophy of the government. 
So now at a federal level, uh, which is above the ACT level, because when you've got territories, they come under jurisdiction federally. Uh, so now this inquiry uh, by the uh, the call for an inquiry uh, by the AC into this whole issue, uh, Senator Canavan, and uh, this is something that everyone right around Australia can participate in, making a submission yeah. to uh, to what yeah. uh, what this ought to, to what sort of outcome ought to happen here. Yeah, everyone can take over. So we've got on our website www.acl.org.au forward slash campaigns, and there's a specific. Um, their line which will take you to the Calvary Inquiry um, and so jump on if you're listening and have a look at that and there will be some notes about what you, some of the things you can think of saying uh, but it's really important that we let the Senate know that the whole community across Australia from, from Hobart to Darwin is concerned about this. We really need to show that for us, freedoms are important, the freedom of conscience, but the freedom for truth. If, if that goes, there's nothing left foundational in the country. Okay. And how much traction do you think this issue is getting in mainstream media? Uh, Christopher, sometimes the sorts of things we talk about, uh, and I have conversations uh, people have got no idea what's going on behind the scenes, and you don't know unless you're listening into Christian media. Is there any traction for this in mainstream media that's going around the nation? Um, there was up to the point of the Calgary takeover. There was uh, Canberra Times was involved, uh, the Australian was involved, but as as always, the the media attention switches from the issue of the day to to another issue of the day. So it's, it's up to us to keep talking about it. It's good that Sky is involved in it, but Sky is a fairly small portion of the media market. So we have to keep pressing this. And this is one area that uh, the inquiry is one area where we can keep doing that. And, and it's, it's instructive that Senator Pocock, who traditionally doesn't side with people of faith on some of these issues, has been, uh, along with Matt Canavan, has have been the proponents of this inquiry because he's received such a lot of feedback from his electors in the ACT. All right, still plenty to talk about on this issue, but for listeners, uh, the ACL website, acl.org.au, and you'll find a link there to how you can make a submission to that inquiry. Hey, let's touch on something in your neck of the woods. Love Adelaide had an annual gala ball last Saturday uh, what's happened there and uh, what's, uh, what's so good about that Love Adelaide organisation? So Love Adelaide are, are the promoters and those who put on the Walk for Life, which we've held here in Adelaide for the last four or five years. Um, and they had a gala event on the weekend. Uh, but the, 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 the national implication of this was that Senators Antique and Babette were there, Babette from uh, Victorian Antique from South Australia. The keynote speaker was Senator Babette, and he talked about their Born Alive bill, which is currently uh, before the Senate, and there's an inquiry or, or in relation to that, a Senate inquiry. I think submissions may have closed, but you can check the ACL website, www.acl.org.au. 
but he gave a very impassioned speech. Uh, he was preceded uh, in the event by a story of a midwife who uh, there had been an abortion, the baby was delivered, and she was asked to take a picture of the baby. That's what they do as, uh, as normal protocol. And this, the flash caused the baby to start breathing. And nobody knew what to do. And for four hours, that little life lived. She wrapped him up in a blanket, put him in a storeroom under a heater until he died. Mm. And that really broke Senator Babette. And he, his, the burden of his speech was babies are being born alive and left to die in Australia. Yes. Now, that should not happen. That, there is no excuse for that to happen. And something that goes a little hand in hand, I guess, uh, with those thoughts um, and uh, the fact that you mentioned, you know, that gala, gala ball in uh, the for Love Adelaide, and uh, they're going to be doing some life awards and uh, for people who are advocates of life. But you've got a baby booties uh, program, and I know that lots of Vision listeners and supporters of the Australian Christian Lobby have been busy knitting and sewing uh, to get those baby booties ready for a, a visual protest that's been planned. Uh, what's the latest update there? So we've had to close off Rachel's Neil, because we've had too much, too many booties. Um, it's been a wonderful response, and this is something that's been done in the past by um, by right to life Australia uh, and it's good to do it again it's symbolic and, and, and it shows that what we're talking about about abortion is not a procedure it's the ending of the life of an unborn child we just have to keep saying that and particularly when you're talking about babies born alive with the spread of abortion to birth legislation we are entering uncharted territory here what if a 30-week-old baby is born alive? What do you do? So we have to keep talking about this. And, and this booty, the Booties campaign is a means of visually demonstrating that this is a life. This is a real living baby. Is there a date that is set for this visual protest? Uh, you know when that's likely to happen, Christopher? Um. I think it's in the next few weeks. It'll be, I think, uh, so I don't have the exact date, okay. I'm sorry. We'll be watching this be, space. Yeah. And, yeah. And, then, and then we'll donate them to other uh, uh, pregnancy help centres, etc. Okay. And, and the Calgary Hospital, the, the Calgary Private Hospital. All right, let's move on. Another issue, and we were talking about this just last week, uh, the Queensland decriminalisation of prostitution. Uh, you've got a, a webinar that's coming up. Give us some insight here into what's happening in Queensland and uh, and the value of this webinar. So this is a big ticket item for Queensland. The Queensland Law Reform Commission has proposed the complete decriminalisation of prostitution in in um, in Queensland, and the government has indicated, the Palaszczuk government has indicated that they support those proposals and they're going to move on it. So just to put that into context, prostitution is now legalised in in Queensland, so you can you can have a registered brothel. Most of the pe- most of the brothels are unregistered, and so the government's the Queensland Law Reform Commission's response is well, people are ignoring the law. Therefore, it's safer if you don't have the law. 
and and there, there's going to be no regulation, and it's going to be safer for women. They say that that is just nonsense in their reasoning. What you'll have is an unregulated regime, and the profit motive that will enter in even more. That will drive up demand, and the supply will come from trafficking. That, that's the proven example around the world. You decriminalize, you increase demand, you increase trafficking. That is the that is the that is the direction the Palaszczuk government wants to take Queensland. It also means that there could be brothels everywhere in your street next to a school. The only control will be planning laws, and there'll be no regulation. There could be in the local park women hanging out or men hanging out, seeking for custom. This is a significant issue for the for the well-being of our kids, our young women and our young men in Queensland. So we're running this webinar on the 24th of July. Uh, Rob Norman, the ACL State Director for Queensland, will be leading it. So jump on, get on the website, register because we'll be we need to make a big noise about this, a massive noise. The Kalashir government is unpopular electorally. We need to tell people that that they should be even more unpopular, really, not that we're, we're party political, but this is bad legislation. It's, it's a bad idea, and we need to make that very, very clear. All right, and so for listeners, uh, the ACL website, acl.org.au, and uh, note the dates there, that 24th of July webinar, and uh, also uh, the uh, on the 16th of September too, uh, there's going to be a, a conference featuring Rob Norman, the Queensland State Director uh, in Queensland. And Christopher, you're hosting an event that's coming up for mid-year, an update for South Australian supporters on the 20th of July. What's that one all about? So the 20th of July is a, a mid-year update. We planned this right back at the start of the year to just to let supporters know where we're going, where we've been, where we're going. There's a lot to talk about and emails have gone out. And so if you're listening in South Australia, uh, register and come along. We'll, we'll have a good time. There'll be some uh, MPs speaking um, and there'll be other updates from the work of ACL in, in South Australia. We can just revert back to that conference on the 16th of September. It's a group called Women Ending Exploitation by Prostitution. It's their conference, but Rob Norman is speaking at it, uh, the ACL Queensland State Director. And there'll be other really interesting speakers like Letitia Shelton from City Women. So uh, the, there'll be an email coming out on ACL in the next little while keep a watch on that and if you're in queensland register it's another it's another plank in this campaign against the decriminalization of prostitution in queensland and i just urge queensland listeners to think this is the issue that's most important coming up to this election because it's the future of our kids our young women and young men Okay, well, there's lots of dates and uh, submissions and inquiries and all sorts of things uh, for listeners who are saying, well, uh, what were the dates again? 
Well, let me point you to the Australian Christian Lobby website. You'll get some details there. You'll find some links, uh, whether it's the Calvary Hospital and the inquiry that's uh, been called for there, uh, or whether these other webinars and special events uh, on the other issues. acl.org.au. Christopher Browhey, a special honour to you and all the team at the Australian Christian Lobby. Uh, you're working hard. You're doing good work and you're drawing attention to some really important issues that everyone listening to our conversation today uh, is no doubt thankful that they have a little extra light on some of the challenges that we are going through as a nation and then down into individual states and territories. acl.org.au. Christopher Bro here. Thank you so much for your update today on 2020. Thanks, Neil. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.